Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. It's cut down day in the NFL. Got to get from 80 to 53. We continue to uh, monitor the cut line to see what we can find with the Titans. Uh, not a whole lot of anything yet, though. Not a lot of anything. Uh, JV and Hawkins, the young man who showed up sort of in passing on a, what, a Wednesday, and then he went out and played on Saturday and had a nice game for the Titans, but they waived him. Uh, he was not long for this world just to, I mean, that dude, he probably, I mean, he probably just spent a couple nights in a hotel playing a game and they're like, hey man, here's your plane ticket. Where would you like to go? That's a, that's a tough, tough sled in there, man. It's, it's tough. I think you can fit on, you know, the, you know, on certain teams, man, as that, you know, se- you know, second, you know, third running back. He's, man, he gets in the open field, man. He, he was kind of like a poor man's Darrington Evans that we want him to be. Yes. I just don't know if he can run in between the tackles as good as him but he because of his size, but he looked like he can. And I just was like, whoa, this guy, he's a little, you know, he's, he's, he's got something to him. So He, he caught a seven-yard pass, and he was 10 for 49. He averaged four point, five yards a carry, and he scored a touchdown. So that dude's like, hey, man, I literally just got to town. And I put five yards of carry and caught a pass for you on 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 tape for everybody. He looked pretty. He looked pretty fast with that twenty three zero. Yeah, he did. Man, I was like, man, I wish I, did I look. I didn't look that fast. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. He was rolling. I mean, so he was the last guy to come in, and he's the first guy to go out. <laughs> hey, man, don't let the door hit you where the good oh, Lord split you. Man. Yeah, that was fast. Yeah. yeah. Um. Nothing else. I'm looking at practice reports. Tights, give us something. They just finished practicing today. Uh, this is from John Glennon. Not practicing the open portion of practice. Uh, practice. So I'm. I this. I this just hit this tweet. I'm just reading it. Okay. Uh, Darrington Evans did not practice. No. Chris Jackson. Which well, the, the, what, what is wrong with? I, this I don't know because he was the starting nickel guy. Now it's going to be the little badger. Little Badger. The new Badger. You know, Elijah Moden. Uh, Long, Munyer, Saffold, Banwert. Basically, uh, they are low on centers right now. Uh, Fred Brown, Pinckney, uh, Johnson, Simmons would guess. And this is John Glennon speculating. Okay, now I'm, Lucas. Man, that's a three. lot of lists. I mean, were these people hurt in the game? Lucas said, Ray I would Br- get, Lucas said, I would guess Banwart, Brown, and Pinckney are cuts. Right, because Brown dropped the ball at the end there on the slip. So he didn't get injured. That was the last play, right, on offense. Okay, here we go. Ben Arthur, here we go. Okay. We got we got some cuts. Yeah, Ben Arthur. It feels like we're fishing. And, you, and like the, hey, the hey. bobber starting to go up and down in the water. So you know there's a catfish about to bite here. This is this Ben is, Arthur. We are not catfishing people, though. Titans? No, we are we're not. We're noodling. That's what we're doing. We're noodling. No, oh. I ain't noodling. I'm from the country. I ain't sticking my hand <laughs> under a rock and not know what's, what's under there. Well, I'm from the city. You know I'm not doing no nothing way. like that. Um, Titans are cutting Mason Kinsey, according to a source. That's from Ben Arthur. Now, we figured this is going to happen. Right. But that's going to upset some people because they really like that dude, Mason Kinsey. Um, and then this is... Who is reporting this? Ben Arthur? Ben Arthur, the Tennesseans reporter, Justin M. Uh, from Broadway Sports. Justin Mello, sorry. He's at Justin M. NFL on Twitter. Titans are releasing Mason Kinsey. It was a tough decision for John Robinson and Mike Vrabel. They're a big fan of Kinsey's game. Oh, he is okay. a prime candidate. It's, it's, I mean, he's saying he's a prime candidate to make the, the practice squad. Absolutely, I'd put that guy on my practice squad without batting an eye. Key for Mason Kinsey is 
somebody like the Lions, where they, I mean, they need some receivers in Detroit. And they cut oh, I have no idea what Detroit there. needs. I, yeah. I don't know how y'all do that. I don't know what they need. Well, I know that because they've cut a couple of guys that I knew of pretty well, including a, a, Arkansas a, a, State guy. They cut an Arkansas State guy. He got there two weeks later. They cut him. And in reading one of the beat writers, the guy was like, this guy actually played well in practice, and they got nobody at receiver. So maybe somebody like that needs a guy like Mason Kinsey who could return punts, you know, he, he's he was second in the NFL in catches. He had 14 catches in the preseason. Again, good for it tied for second. Two guys had 14 catches, so he was one of two. So, so he's the only guy that they they cut. That's it so far. Well, well, uh, well, Pigney, Fred Brown, an offensive lineman. They cut them. I, I'm trying to understand uh, Lucas. This Kinsey's the only solid report we have of a player that got cut so far. Okay, and then John Glennon basically saying, I'm at practice. John Glennon from Broadway Sports who joined us yesterday. Him basically saying, I would guess that Cole Banwert, Fred Brown, and Pinckney are cuts. They're not practicing today. So maybe they pulled them aside because Vrabel had said some of the cuts had been done before practice, and then he said, we're going to practice. He made it sound as though some guys would practice not knowing if they were cut or not. And none of those would be surprising. None of those would be surprising at this point. I actually like uh, Fred Brown for the practice squad, too. But that may not happen because they end up may have to do something with the draft picks that they draft that were receivers. Yeah. You, you th- I mean, I mean, you're going to have to keep seven receivers to keep Des Fitzpatrick, aren't you? Wouldn't you have to keep seven to keep him? Now, one thing that they have, and this is an awful thing, but this is the world we're living in. There are nine people on the COVID list right now. That means they have nine. They have nine roster exemptions. Well, depending on when we think those guys, guys come are back, coming so back. Yeah. But so until you, each one of them, so like, let's say today. tomorrow, okay. I don't know who went on first. Let's say Ryan Tannehill comes back tomorrow. Then you'd have to make a move. As guys come back, you'd have to make corresponding moves. But as of this morning, there were nine guys on the COVID. So you're saying that just because of that, you can keep seven receivers? You can keep nine extra guys till the till you have to pick them off one at a time. And the hope would be maybe if there's somebody you like, like Mason Kinsey or Maybe even a draft pick like Des Fitzpatrick, if they're like, okay, we're going to we're going to keep you because we have nine roster exemptions right now. Um, we're going to maybe keep- initially I'll do seven just because of the factors you're yeah, talking that's about. It. But I think I only would keep six receivers, really, and because it depends on how many tight ends and running backs you're keeping. Yep. And then what if you go? You know, there were some tight ends out there that got cut yesterday, and I was like, whoa. You know the Hollister kid, uh, and then the, the uh, another kid from uh, Hudson from uh, Tampa Bay. Those are quality guys who played in this league. And go, well, do we need those guys? And then how much are we going to run? Or do we need more than three? Or do we let uh, you know, Blasting Game be kind of our utility guy and be the fourth tight end or third, you know, tight end, and as well as the third running back, tailback. So in a, in a pinch, you know. So I'm just trying to figure out how I would navigate through all this. Uh, maybe I don't understand all the rules, but, man, at some point those guys are going to come back and you're going to have to cut them. So do you leave space on your practice squad? Or do you, you put your practice squad in place and then you cut the practice squad guys after your, your vets come back? This is chess, not checkers. I mean, I, I, I like a lot of the guys we had in camp, and that's what's so crazy. They they may like somebody else more that was in someone else's camp. I think the thing, too, is 
we don't see all the practice. We don't watch the practice film every day. And I'm just talking about all everybody in yeah, general. In the media, though. And, and so you right. So you see you see some guy and he makes a couple of plays in a preseason game. You're like, they got to keep that guy. We don't see how well they practice or don't, or if they're blowing their blocking assignments or running the wrong route or anything. So a lot of times I, I think fans and, and people get really mad because some guy gets cut because they saw him make some plays in preseason games. Well, but Kenzie it, led the league in preseason catches. Second, he's 14 catches. Oh, he was second? He was second. Yeah, Man, only, I, only one guy had more catches than him. I knew it had to be up there. Yeah, he was second. And Makai Sargent was... Oh, he led the league. He led the league in attempts. He was second in yards. Uh, he had 49 carries for 187 yards and a touchdown, Makai Sargent. So that's another guy. What are they going to do with him? And we talked about this a long time yesterday. I wondered what the... I, there are people at home... Nate with the same name. We say Blassen game, but I, people call him Blazen game here. Uh, oh, do they? I, I went to high school with people named Blassen game, but anyway, he's Blazen game, I guess. But yeah, okay. Well, however you want to say his name. What's his first name? Uh, Kari. Yeah, yeah, just Kari. Yeah, forty-one. <laughs> however you want to say his name, though, like that dude showed you. Oh, I like him. Hey man, I can play tailback. Uh, if like we get in a pinch name. and it's a half, I I could play tailback, and he plays almost all the special teams. I mean that dude is a Swiss Army knife on your team. Yeah. Well, he he did enough. Uh, I mean, he was on you know Minnesota's practice squad, and he did enough in the preseason, you know, a couple years back to show me that uh, he's a real deal. He's an NFL level player. There's this nowhere around where wherever you want to put him, he can get it done. He has the size and he has the speed to do it. Whether it's tailback in a crunch, fullback, H back, tight end. I mean, he can block. He can catch. I mean, he's a great athlete. He can, I mean, yeah, he he's an NFL player. He'll he'll be in the league for a little bit. Well, even if it's not with the tights, I'm putting it out there. He's, I mean, just that screen alone, show mm-hmm. me how many fullbacks in this league, let alone this is not a fullback league anymore. So they're going, well, shoot, in a crunch, we can have him at tailback. They can see it right there just on that one play. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I like him a lot. So there's no way he's not on the roster. I'd be shocked. Boy, the thing that's messing everything up at the running back position is Darrington Evans. Because and I know you can't you can't help being hurt, but if well, you're you can like keep Sergeant and then uh, put him on the practice squad when Evans is back, right? Yeah. Or or uh, well, right now uh, Jeremy McNichols is actually on the COVID list, so you don't have to do anything with him today. He's on the COVID list, one of nine people. But if you knew going to the season, we got Derrick Henry and Darrington Evans was healthy. Then if you want to keep another running back, if it's Sergeant, if it's McNichols, yes or no. But Kari Blasting game could be the tail. Could be the tailback in a pinch if he had to. If you know, God forbid, everybody gets dinged up in a game or whatever. Um, the one thing about the practice squad rules now, you can protect guys every week. A couple of guys, and you got sixteen guys. So you can certainly keep another tailback on the practice squad, whether it's whether it's McNichols or whether it's Makai Sargent or whoever. So every week you can protect certain guys off their off of your practice squad so they can't So no one smooth. can get them, yes. Oh, and wow. you can also call up a couple of guys or five or ten or however many you need, and you can send them right back down. And I'd have to look. I, Lucas, do you remember the number of pre- – uh, oh, he's on the phone. The protected practice squad guys, I think it's two a week you can protect. Okay. So, you know, you could easily do that, especially if you saw in the league some other players at that certain position getting hurt, you'd be like, Okay, let's protect this guy this week and this guy. Well, if not, we can ask Coach Mack. He, he'll know for sure. Oh, yeah, he seems to know all that stuff. Cuzzo Mike is on the line. We got just a minute here, Cuzzo, and then Coach Mack is going to join us. Let's grab Cuzzo Mike right quick. You got about a minute. What's going on, Cuzzo? 
Yeah, I'll be real quick. I'm definitely not gonna mess up uh, Coach Mack. But uh, yeah, man, y'all brought up blasting game, and uh, yo, did y'all notice that the plays that he that they ran for him looked a lot like a mod hole? Like I, I swear, if you would have put number forty five on him, it would have almost been like uh, uh, the same highlight from from a mod hole. And I was just wondering if anybody else noticed that. And uh, yeah, that's all I really wanted to say. Just chime in on that, man. And yeah. Cuzzo, thank you. Ahmad Hall, I hadn't heard that name in a minute, number 45. Yeah, yeah Ahmad Hall was, uh, yeah, a really good fullback, you know, blocking fullback. I, I think Blasting Game or 41, whatever you, however you pronounce his last name. We stick with that, uh, Blasting Game. Is a, is a better talent. Now, did that play look similar? Yes, but he's a better talent. He's bigger. Uh, he's faster, I would say. He's more multiple in his game. I think you know Amado, as much as I liked him, he was just a fullback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I yeah, he has more options because of his size, his height, his length. Yeah. So yeah, it's, but yeah, I, I don't even think he's in the equation about getting cut. Oh no. And they brought in the uh, Tory Carter, the fullback from LSU, and you wonder, okay, can he push him? It doesn't look like he pushed him. And now that dude looks like what you think a fullback looks well, like. Now, if this was a modern era in my era. Carter would be on the roster, right? Yeah, Tory Carter. Yeah, he he would he would make it if you. But fullbacks are are lost art these days. I mean, and uh, you know they may put him on a practice squad though. Uh, I don't know what is. I, I didn't get a chance to see him like, uh, you know, run routes and see if he can be an option as an H back guy. But he definitely was a really good blocker and he had some nastiness to him. I saw him bury some guys a few times, even after the running back ran by. He 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 was nasty. He buried him. So you you like his uh, his mental fortitude there, uh, which can become contagious. So you know a lot of teams don't play with fullbacks though. That's true. It's tough. Well, we'll continue to check and see who's coming and going for the Titans again. Reports uh, now Ben Arthur of the Tennessee and reports Mason Kinsey waived by the Tennessee Titans. Uh, reports also they would like to have him back on the practice squad. We certainly would all believe that that after what we saw from him in the preseason. Coach Mack will join us. Next, we'll get all the latest news on the Mac attack. Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. You hear that music? It only means one thing. Coach Mac joining us on Blaine and Mickey here on 104.5 The Zone. Coach, how is this uh, rainy Tuesday treating you as you leave practice? Hi, guys. Good afternoon. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is just a little bit of remnants of Ida. Uh, just, got through, just got through with practice today. We all know what this day is in the National Football League, but it's, uh, it's a little different day than it, than it used to be, and especially this year with, uh, with what's going on with COVID. So it's pretty interesting. Coach, I was going to ask you this. Uh, on a day yeah. like today as a coach, a head coach especially, and you did that among just uh, all your other years on, on staffs in this league – you have to tell some guys the dream is over, and you got to tell some guys, hey, this thing can continue, but maybe it's not going to be right here right now. And then other guys, you get to give them the greatest news of their life and tell them they just made an NFL team. That's got to be one heck of a day as a coach or an NFL administrator. Yeah, Mickey, and, and, and the human aspect of it, I mean, you, you can never get away from. I mean, I always uh, uh, refuse to get away from the human aspect of it. You know, when I was a, an assistant coach, I always talked to all of my players, you know, that, that were released. 
uh, when I was uh, a coordinator, I talked to all every defensive player. When I was an assistant head coach, I talked to every player on the team that we released before they talked to the head coach. And then clearly as a head coach, I always made it a point to talk to every player because it's important. I mean, these guys are part of you. They're part of what you're doing when they come in, and, and it, it's, it's important. You know, and, and some of them you do. You get to tell them that, uh, you know, you're going to be here. That's, that's, a, that's an amazing um, – you don't, you don't tell the ones that are going to be here. You just don't tell them they're not going to be here. Right. But the ones that you tell that you, that you would like to bring them back to the practice squad, the toughest ones are the ones that have been with you for a while that, you know, because of money or because of age or because of whatever, because sooner or later father time gets all professional athletes, you've got to tell them that, 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 that it's, you're done. And that's really, really hard to do. And uh, so I've done, I've done all of it, you know, for 31 years. I always made that everybody that I was ever around and was ever remotely responsible for, that when they were released, I always made it a personal conversation. Well, and, and sometimes you may have to cut a guy, not because he didn't do enough to make your team, but because you're short at another position and you've just got to keep another guy there. It's, it's such an interesting thing because – every conversation you have with every guy is different because all their journeys are so different and how they got to that seat in front of you. Well, and situations are different at all clubs. There will be, there will be players throughout these 32 clubs today that will be released that can and will play in this league. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and what you bring up is an exact point, is that situations are different with every franchise. Timing is a lot of it as to where you are when you're there. And that's why you see a lot of these guys resurface other places, and, and I'm all for that. And, and the chances for that are even better now, Mickey, than they ever have been because of the 16-man practice squad that's in place now, too. Absolutely. Coach Mack joins us, giving us the Mack attack. He joins us every Tuesday, brought to you by Farm Bureau Health Plans. If you need great health care coverage at an affordable price, let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They got you covered. Coach Mack on Blaine and Mickey. Well, Coach, you, you probably touched on most of it, but – just looking at it from your eyes and your lens, being a, a coach in this league for a very long time, kind of take us through the pros and cons in your eyes and, and how difficult it is, you know, not for just the players from, you know, my point of view being a former player, but, man, from you guys' point of view, it, it pains you guys just as much as does the actual player. Yeah, and i tell you what's hard, Blaine, that, that you bring up, and, and these are tough discussions that you have because – let, let, let's take it back down to the base level again. As a position coach, you get very close to your players, you know, through an off season and through training camp and guys that you've been with before. I mean, there's a real attachment because there has to be because once you're in a season, you're playing for one another. And, and let's just get real honest and cut it down to what it is. Everything that you do as a player or coach when you're on an active roster in the National Football League affects everybody else's lifetime. And it, it, it affects your money. It affects your career. And so there has to be a real bond and there has to be a real trust. And then sometimes when that bond has to be broken, uh, it, it's really, really hard. And, and, it, and it, gets, it not only gets emotional, it gets a little bit possessive at times. And then that's why, you know, the general manager and the head coach, they have to finally have the, the overreaching aspect of the bigger picture of it saying this is for the overall good, it's not, it, and, and it's not because you don't like or respect or believe and, and truly love the players that you're releasing. It's just the business. And I said it before. It was told to me when I first got into the league. The National Football League is a great game. It's a brutal business. 
<laughs> well, that is for sure. Brutal. Uh, you better grow up and get your britches uh, real quick. Uh, I guess moving forward after this process is over with, uh, are there any concerns uh, from your point of view based off of last season and this season with guys in COVID? Do some of the players come back? And I'm really thinking more of the big men. I know it could be you could get weak and a little, uh, you know, off kilter a little bit uh, at any position. But, man, uh, is there any concerns that they'll come back and be lock and step? And we're talking about conditioning for those big men uh, in the trenches, being that this is a team that's built on, you know, running the football. Well, I think, I think uh, Blaine, and that, that's a legitimate point, but I think it's just it's as individual as what this virus is mm. because the virus affects people individually differently. And I mean, we, we've seen it. We've just seen it throughout the, the general population, not only, you know, in, in Tennessee, but in the United States and in the world. So everybody, it, it affects a little bit differently. But certainly there, there's always that concern that when you're out for a while and then plus if you're out, you know, with, with, a, with a virus as to how, how soon you're going to be able to get back to be up to full speed. I mean, there were some players last year. You know when they came back that that you know that said that that they never felt you know completely right you know for a, for a, for a week or two. Uh, again, I'm not a medical expert, uh, but I do read a lot on this because I think it's important to be as well informed as you can be. Is that you know the the you know when they when they talk about long term of it just affects people differently. And so you now the one thing that is that is I think very apparent is that, first of all, most players are in that age group as to where you, you can handle the virus a little bit better, just your, your entire immune system. And plus, professional athletes, as you all know, you were one of them. I mean, you're so highly trained, and, and they, they recover differently from, you know, from bodily injuries, and they also recover differently from, from illnesses just because they are so uh, you know, really, their their bodies are basically so finely tuned that it's a little bit different than the general public. Well, with Coach Mack giving us the Mack attack, and anybody have any questions, you can call in for Coach Mack uh, there to look at 737-1045, the zone. But we have some news, as Mickey uh, uh, Ryan will tell us. Yes, uh, Coach, uh, cuts starting to trickle hey. out. Coach, uh, Cuts are starting to trickle out now. A lot of us wondered what might happen with Des Fitzpatrick, a fourth-round pick of the Titans. Paul Kaharski reporting he will be, I guess this will be waived, is how his transaction will be handled by the Titans today. You you watched, you, you saw what he had been doing. Certainly he'd be a practice squad candidate. But uh, what was his ultimate undoing for Des Fitzpatrick? Well, I mean, he never he never really started making incremental uh, steps. You, know, you only have so much time to make those incremental steps, and I mean, and 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 you see it, you know, when when they're out there, and 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 you you know that the raw ability they have, but you know there are a lot of people with raw ability, you know, that uh, it takes a little bit longer to get acclimated to what the grind of the National Football League is, whether it's whether it's within the process of of getting ready daily to do it, whether it's in the process of actually doing it. And then you only get so many chances to do it because this is a highly competitive business. When you get into this business as a coach or a player, I said it before and I'll say it again because it's so appropriate and it was told to me every day is an interview. And when you're interviewing every day, you need to be on top of, of, of your game constantly and you have to show improvement because 
you're not that people don't you're not kept around in the National Football League as a coach or a player just because you have ability and you're a good person. You have to produce and you have to show incremental uh, uh, development in your production, you know, on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, that didn't happen quick enough for him at this point. Now, not to say he can't develop and not to say he won't develop, but at this point, because this league is an immediate league, it really is. And you want guys to be able to spend time to develop, but it's a different world than it was, you know, 36 years ago when I first got into the league. You just There's, there's just not that. Everything's got to happen fairly quickly nowadays. Sure does. Uh, speaking of fairly quickly, Blaine mentioned calls, and Cousin Paxton called in fairly quickly, and he's got a question for Coach Mack on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. Welcome in, Cousin Paxton. Say hey to Coach Mack. Hey, Coach Mack, it's always an honor, man, to hear your voice and to get your intake, man. You're wise beyond your years, man. Seriously, beyond your years. Um, oh, that's, quick very, question. that's very kind of you, Paxton. What do you got, brother? Yes, sir. So I have two quick questions. I have one about the cuts and then one about maybe a possible suggestion. But as far as the cuts goes, I think Mickey touched on this maybe, you know, about 20 minutes ago about how, um, you know, as fans, we don't see the big picture in terms of, you know, practices and assignments that we may not be watching. But if you have a football player on your team, Coach Mack, if it's a football player, it's a football player, man. And Mason Kinsey, man, that really hurt my heart to hear that he's not going to be on this roster because when it came down to it, that guy was open, and that guy caught the ball, and that guy made plays on offense to put us in position. So I really hate that. So I want to kind of get your take on players that you like. Are you more of a, you know, a player's coach in, in terms of, hey, this guy does everything right? Or would you rather have a guy that goes out there and, you know, he may not be the best at practice, but guess what? He's out there and he's balling on the field. First question. Second question is about Cam Newton, and Titans fans gave me a bit of, uh, a bit of grief about this, but – I really see, you know, a potential if we picked up Cam as a great goal line red zone threat. I'm looking at options with him and Henry in the backfield and defense is not knowing who is going to get the ball. Two strong runners. I like the idea, Coach Mack. I want to get your opinion about that. And uh, thank you, guys. God bless y'all. Thank you, cousin. Paxton, thanks for calling in. Uh, let, me, let me take the last question uh, first. You know, if you bring Cam Newton in, you're going to have to cut somebody. And you're going to have to cut somebody and decide really why you are bringing Cam Newton in. So to just bring him in, you know, to be a to, to be a goal line option, uh, you're not going to do that. I mean, you're just you're just not going to do that at this point in his career, nor at the point as to where this football team is. All right, now let's go to Mason Kenzie. Kenzie did everything that was asked of him. Nobody nobody was disappointed at all in his effort, in his production when he got a chance to play in the two preseason games against the competition that he got to play against. Nobody in this organization, I'm talking football people, and the, fan, they, the football people know the same thing. I saw the same thing everybody else saw. But what you have to, to realize is with this first cut, it doesn't mean he still doesn't have a chance to be a part of this football team. And, and when you look at it, when you're releasing these players right now, and, again, we don't have to release as big a numbers now because we're still playing the COVID game right. with nine slots on this team right now. But Mason Kinsey is, first of all, if somebody picks him up, you know, if somebody else picks him up, they've got to put him on their 53. Well, you've got to realize there's players being released all over this league. So the chances of somebody putting, picking him up, 
to put him on their 53 after having other guys that they want to bring back that have gone through camp with him. You know, that percentage, it's, it's never 0%, but it's not a real high percentage. So Mason Kinsey did everything he possibly could. But what you have to, what you have to do when you're putting your football team together is, is, is decide and see, you know, who are the guys that can help. Because when you cut from this number, when you cut from this number down to 53 and then you add your 16, you know, practice squad players into it, you are bringing players back at different levels. That's what you think they can do for you now or if they're on the practice squad, what they you can do and they can help you during the season. Because this whole practice squad thing is a lot different than it ever, ever has been. So Mason Kinsey did nothing. He did nothing to dissuade anybody from the fact that he did everything he could with the chances that he was given. But just because he was released right now doesn't mean that he's a failure in what he was trying to do. Mm. Coach Matt giving us the Mac attack here on Blaine and Mickey. Good stuff. Well, Coach, after uh, all the cuts and, you know, everything is settled down, what would be your plan this week as far as uh, focus uh, moving forward now that you have really a bye week or another week? Would you give some guys uh, – some time off or, you know, at the end of the week, how would you approach finishing up this week knowing next week is game game week? Well, by collective bargaining agreement, they have to have days off. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to have days off. But, uh, you know, I, I think what they are doing with this, of course, you know, clearly they were practicing with some guys today that they're going to release. You will, you will start to have worked on everybody that's in charge of breaking uh, opponents down has already broken down all of all of Arizona stuff, and so uh, you will you will start to work off of cards maybe a little bit. I mean you know, but not you don't put your game plan in yet because uh, Blaine, you can go back to to knowing this. You can get a game plan and start focusing on something. No, Coach Mac. Bienvenido al servicio de buzón de mensajes de voz. Coach Mag, really? Hey, man. This is... Uh, I have no idea. It's taking a turn right here. <laughs> oh, is that the uh, weather goddess? Uh, I... I'm getting an automated message in Spanish from did Coach you, Max. Uh, I know you are trilingual, at least, Lucas. What what did we get there at the end of Coach Max call? Could you tell? Is it trilingual? Uh, no, I, I was so caught off guard. I didn't hear <laughs> 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 a female Spanish voice over Coach <laughs> Max. Very pleasant. I was like, what is Coach Max uh, doing <laughs> while he's doing our interview? I mean, he's still on the line, too. Coach? If you... If- if you will interpret her question, I'll answer. <laughs> so you heard it. I have no back. idea what's going on here, coach. Yeah, yeah no, no, look, I, 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 you know, I grew up in Texas. I, 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 I can I understand and speak some Spanish, but I didn't, couldn't get all of it. But if you guys will put it through an interpreter, I'll, I'll answer her question. <laughs> Well, maybe Blaine's got one for you in English. Let's try that. Coach Max, still on with us uh, here on Blaine yeah. and Mickey. I guess lastly, yeah, I mean, it's just the preseason. Go ahead, Blaine. Yeah, all jokes aside, is, uh, the defense looked a lot different, you know, and I know it's preseason, but even we want to compare it to last year's preseason. You know, what do you think has been the change and why they looked the way they looked? What, what would you, if you wanted to, you know, Give us an answer of, you know, why I have no idea, but they look different. And, you know, you could say the last game and not so much, but they, they, they looked like their butts were on fire. Well, Blaine, I, I think that, I mean, you can answer this with me. They don't want to, those guys that were here last year the, and the, the same coach, they don't want what happened last year to happen this year. 
you, you, you know, you, you know as well as I do. I mean, I've been a defensive guy my whole life, and, and I mean, I was hurting with them when they couldn't get people out on third down and when they couldn't put pressure and they couldn't do this. And knowing that you had an offense that was, you know, in the top three and scoring in the league and it was, you know, that you just – you needed to do a little bit better to, to maybe, you know, help the cause at times. You never you never want to be the part that's not pulling your, your load. You know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, this, this has been their emphasis all off season, and they made it an emphasis with the players that they, that they brought, brought in to fortify certain positions. They've made it an emphasis with, you know, what they're doing, restructuring what they're doing. They made it an emphasis with, with their attitude. They made an emphasis, and, and it's been real. And I said this from day one. Once I was at, I've been at every practice that they've had. Their intensity is, is, is high. High, high, high on this football team. But on the defense, the things that we've been watching in preseason by the guys that are getting to play, it's a carryover from what, every, from what the attitude and from what the tone that's been set throughout this offseason. And, you know, even after the end of, of the season last year, you knew that that wasn't going to be acceptable. And they don't, they don't accept what happened last year. And professional athletes, I do know one thing about them. They, I've been around it, you know, over half of my life, professional athletes. And I do know one thing. The one thing that makes professional athletes stand out among others that try to do it is their pride factor. And once you start injuring somebody's pride as a professional athlete, then you've got a hold of something that uh, they're not going to let it happen again. Coach, uh, great stuff. We know it's a busy day, and we caught you after practice. Um, certainly, this roster will be in flux, as you pointed out a couple times. They got nine people on the COVID list. That means essentially right. nine roster exemptions until each guy would come off individually. Then you'll have to make a corresponding move. Yeah, I mean, and you, you guys, I mean, there's going to be a lot of maneuvering, and there's some maneuvering you can do on practice squad, you know, now this year. So it's different. It's different, as I said, and especially if you're dealing with those nine slots, this is a different type of day than it was, you know, five or six years ago where it was pretty cut and dried, and, and then, you know, you had, you had 24 hours to clear waivers and bring some, and bring some people back. Uh, this is an entirely different world, so you need to be and explain to our listeners that these, 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 these cuts now here – and throughout the other 31 teams in the league are much different than they ever have been before. Coach Lucas is going to holler at us, but we couldn't remember this earlier. How many guys can you protect each week during the regular season with the current practice squad rules? Isn't it two, two. that you can protect? Okay, all right. That's two. what we thought. Yeah. Coach, thank yes, you. Two. Thank you, sir, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it, Coach. Guys, always a, always a pleasure. See you. Yes, sir, the one and only Coach Mack. Uh, when we come back, Give you everything we know up to date. We're scouring. Lucas is scouring Twitter. We'll tell you who we know that's coming and going with the Titans as uh, everything's got to be official in 18 minutes. Zach! All right, it's like we're drinking from a fire hose right now because everything's got to be official in, well, now 12 minutes. Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. It is cut day to 53 in the NFL. And as we've said several times today, if you're a Titans fan, you're going to keep living this this for a while because they've got – they technically have nine roster exemptions because they have nine guys with COVID. So those guys can sit on your roster along with anybody else that you would keep so you can have 53 plus nine right now. 
Just tell us who got cut. Yeah. So, <laughs> but then as anybody starts to come off, then you have to make a corresponding move right. to bring the guy off COVID well, and we'll cut somebody. We'll wait to there. But so this is this is what we this is what we know we have. Um, uh, Terry McCormick with Tory Carter and Jordan Roos, who's an offensive lineman, he got cut. Mason Kinsey, we saw that originally from Ben Arthur at the Tennessean. Miller Forrestall, the tight end out of Alabama, who I think would be a good practice squad candidate. Yes. Uh, I don't I don't remember who had that one. Uh, maybe Lucas remembers. We'll try to credit everybody. Paul Kaharski had Des Fitzpatrick getting cut. And we talked a lot Which about his fourth-round pick. And, I mean, man, they gave up a lot of collateral I pulled there. this up again. Yes. When, when I, I pulled this up? up again. This is from the Tennessean story from May first, two 2001. The Tennessee Titans traded up and selected Louisville wide receiver Des Fitzpatrick with pick number 109 on Saturday. The Titans gave up pick number 126, which was their fourth rounder they swapped, 166 in the fifth round, and 232, their seventh round pick. So they swapped fourths, and they gave up a fifth rounder and a seventh rounder to get it. Oh, man. Yeah, pick 166 and 232. Yeah. Go up to 109, a fourth round. Oh, ouch. Eee. I'm sure he's a, a practice squad candidate, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... Man, that's... that's um, hey, we all love JR, but that's two boo-boos in a row. I mean, two years in a row. Yeah, Isaiah, Panda, and then this 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 boo-boo here. I mean, he's he's supposed to be really contributing. Like, he should be in the Reynolds category right now. Yeah. Yeah. He, he should be kind of like, all right, he's pushing to get one of these vets here. He'll be ready maybe halfway through the season to kind of take over for Reynolds. But, nope. Oh, Naquan Jones cut. Yep, Justin, at, at Justin M underscore NFL That's Justin Mello right again. There. Uh, and Farsender actually sent us this in the chat. Thank you. Uh, by the way, Zone TV, what up, everybody on there? The usual suspects, we see you. Um, he also are, had the four style, too. As well. Yeah. Justin M has been just crushing it today. They're releasing Naquan Jones, not Naquan, but Naquan. He's an undrafted free agent out of Michigan State. Uh, he got 45 bucks undrafted. He got $45,000 guaranteed. 45 bucks? 45 bucks guaranteed. Yeah, man, uh, brutal out there. Yeah, pretty pretty nice They're showing there. 45 bucks. That'd get you a couple of tacos downtown on a Saturday <laughs> night. I'd buy you two, two taco dinners uh, at any place in the Gulch right now, 45 bucks. But uh, uh, anyway, 45,000 Naquan Jones. You had a couple of moments here or there. Um, oh, Derek Roberson, Justin. Mello is reporting. Derek Roberson was informed he had made the team right now. Oh, yeah. So he was. Like, no got, need to mention him. No. That's what that's what Coach Max said. No right. You don't to, talk to the guys who are yeah, making it, he yeah. said. Well, also, they got uh, the safety. Carter was released from your boy, Justin M. Oh, Jamal Carter. Mm-hmm. Played in 28 games. He was another one of those guys that they tried yeah, to run through here dude. with a bunch of. They brought Uh-oh. a bunch of safeties in. Well, it looks like then Crickshank's going to make it. I mean, at this point, if he goes he's on still any there. parts of uh, IR during the season, I'm like, we got to let him go. <laughs> uh, Michael Gallagher with the uh, Nashville Post. He Okay, this this is his list. He's, he's got the whole list. This is what's cut so far. Again, And this is Michael Gallagher, Nashville Post. Tory Carter, Mason Kinsey, Des Fitzpatrick, Miller Forrestall, Jordan Roos, 
Derwin Gray, offensive lineman, yeah. Naquan Jones, and Jamal Carter. That's where we are uh, so far. That's eight people. Yeah. So they had 80, technically. And although then they, it was the, the people who were standing there at practice, did not practice. I think Pinkney. Pinkney didn't practice. Other, two other people. Right? Yeah, no, I'd have to go back and find that. John Glennon. It was a one old lineman. One was an old lineman. Yeah, John Glennon had said these guys are at practice and these aren't. Um, Justin Mello saying um, Aaron Brewer informed he's making the team. No surprise. They, they need people who can snap the football. Uh, I would say if you could snap the football, you might want to drive down there and just let them know you're available in town. So this was from John Glennon. His timeline is full of Justin Mello right now. This is from him earlier. Uh, I would guess Cole Banwert, uh, Fred Brown, and Pinckney. He said he didn't see them at practice and was guessing they were cuts. So add them to the list. I haven't seen anybody yet with Banwert, Brown, and Pinckney, but that was John Glennon speculating earlier. And he's not a reckless speculator, but on a day like today, you just do the math on something. Right, like and they're just sitting there practicing, not doing anything. Yeah. That means Batson, Crookshank, Reynolds. Right now? Is in there. You already right. just said Roberson's in. Right now they are. For right now. For right now, we got to go for right now. Guess what? For right next, 3HL will join you, and it'll be 3 o'clock, and they'll officially tell you everything because it's all got to come out then, and we'll talk about it all tomorrow on Blaine and Mickey. See you tomorrow. Yeah, no doubt. And as always, peace. Somber peace.